I'm Karen Curtis, and today we're highlighting the nonprofit sector winner of the Women in Leadership Awards given out by the Executive Women of the Palm Beaches. And joining me now is Jessica Sassir. She is the Chief Executive Officer of Nonprofits First, Inc. Welcome. Thank you so much, Karen. Wow. So you've been involved in nonprofit leadership for more than 30 years. Give us a little background about yourself and how you got involved in nonprofit leadership. My main career has been in the nonprofit sector, and I have worked in the nonprofit sector for over 35 years. So I started working at a nonprofit in 1987, back when I graduated from college and have stayed in that sector for all of that time. I am a small business owner, but that is not what I do every day. My everyday work is being the chief executive officer of a nonprofit organization and, and of course, a community volunteer. Wonderful. I see you have radio experience, so that's why you're so good. You have a long history of community involvement with nonprofits. Can you give us a little example of what you've been doing here in Palm Beach County? As the CEO of Nonprofits First, I get to work with over 500 nonprofit organizations in the community. So I've been doing this for almost nine years. Uh, Before that, I was the uh, CEO and regional president of an organization called Consumer Credit Counseling Service. And we worked, again, with so many different nonprofits in the community I have served on. I'm not going to list them all, Karen, (laughs) on over 15 nonprofit boards in the community throughout my career. Uh, Currently serve on the Better Business Bureau Board of Directors, as well as leadership Palm Beach County. I, I try to limit that, you know, to like two organizations at once, but I have also been a longstanding board member with Executive Women of the Palm Beaches as well. No wonder you won the Nonprofit Sector Award. Can you give us a little insight into how to be a leader as a female in this arena? Well, and, you know, interestingly enough, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a difference in being a female leader or, or a leader in general. I mean, it's a little tougher and we still get paid less money. Yeah. <laughs> and I have, I have a few stats on that if you're interested in that. But yeah. it's, it's really important. I have a couple of tips on being a leader, and it really doesn't matter if you're, um, you know, a, a he, she, or they um, in, in this respect. And that is leading by example, trying to be as inspirational, as motivational as possible, um, obviously being a good listener, something I've had to work on throughout my career, um, having strong emotional intelligence. Um, I have a really strong passion about leading with integrity in mm-hmm. every single thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, making decisions quickly. Uh, good leaders are always very decisive. Um, I would say it's better to make the wrong decision than never to make it. You know, than to never make a decision at all. So you know, it it really doesn't differ between you know man, woman, he, she, they. You need to have those strong leadership skills and and really good listening skills and all of those things that I mentioned to be you know, and a good leader in anything that you do. That's probably the best description of how to be a good leader in a nutshell that I've gotten in all of these podcast interviews. It was really good. I agree with you 100%. Well, that's good. I do a lot of talks on leadership, so it's important to have them, you know, concise and tell people. And there, there are so many other great leadership characteristics. Those are just some of the the ones that I believe in. And integrity is at the top of that list. I was just going to say, that's my favorite part of it, was integrity in everything. I love that. So can you share something that inspired you and helped shape your career and sort of directed and steered you into the nonprofit sector? I can. I really can. And it's it's kind of a, you know, it's an interesting story. And anybody that's listening to this that knows me would say, oh, my gosh, you still tell us that story. (laughs) But when I was, um, you know, I started out at an organization um, in 1987. And in 19, 
90, so at the ripe old age of 26 years old, I was asked to become their interim CEO or their executive director. And I thought to myself, I don't, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm only 26 years old. I'm oh. not even like halfway to being a grown up. Um, <laughs> and so I, I took over the organization of uh, 28 employees and, you know, moved from within, which is always very challenging. I think I was probably, you know, the youngest person there. But the board of directors saw something in me that I didn't know that I even had myself. And I became the um, executive director of Consumer Credit Counseling Service in 1990. And I have been in the C-suite space as an executive director, CEO, regional president of larger organizations ever since. Wow. So you share this moment in life when, you you know, someone saw something in you that you didn't even Correct. know you had, and it kind of catapulted you into leadership. So say there's a woman listening now to the podcast. Can you share what kind of steps she can take to becoming a leader, especially if she doesn't even know she has the qualifications? So I, I think the, uh, the the main piece of advice I would give in that situation is I could have gone two different directions, right? I could have said, I can't do this. I don't know anything about this. I mean, I knew everything about the organization, but I didn't know anything about leading other people or managing a large staff. So you, you have to believe in yourself. You really do. And that's something that I, I will talk about when we talk about being successful. But, you know, you have to be patient. You can't ever give up. So what it would have been easy for me to say I don't want to do this. This is too hard. I'm too young. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to, you know, move from within because it's tough to do that. But I didn't. I decided to take it. What have I got to lose? Yeah. So when presented with an opportunity, you know, even if you don't think you can do it, give it a try. It's really important to try and take on that responsibility. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, there'll always be another opportunity in the future. Yeah, but don't, don't be afraid making to fail. sure that you... Yeah, don't be afraid to fail. Failure is part of leadership. That's Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry I didn't mention that. Cause it's, and it, believe me, I have had many a failure in my career. And being able to admit it is another part of leadership, you know. Absolutely. Uh, yes, it is. Now express the keys to your success in being a leader, especially in the nonprofit sector. So I, I, what I mentioned earlier was it, it's very important to be confident and, and believe in yourself, even even when you don't, <laughs> to project that style and make sure that you have, you know, are believing in yourself and talk to yourself and say, you know, I know I can do this. I might not have everything I need right at my hand, but I can figure it out. Um, and that's part of um, gaining knowledge and always having some lifelong learning. So I'm always trying to take a course or learn something or right. learn something about leadership. I'm not a big leadership book reader I have to be honest I know and I'm not suggesting people don't do that because they're great great books out there I'm just not one of those people that reads those books I'm more likely to take a course online or you know learn a new skill or something along those lines but always take pride in what you do because even when we make mistakes there's something we can learn from that and we should be proud of that um, you heard me say before never give up you can't give up mm -hmm. you just can't give up and we get disappointed daily, right? <laughs> or at least weekly on yes. things that are either happening in our community or happening to ourselves or happening in our personal life. You just can't give up. You have to keep moving forward and think about what lies ahead, that, that tomorrow might be a better day. And that's all we're promised anyway. Exactly. Um, so, but, ha and the other is having a positive attitude. You really have to try to look at what's good. Even, even, like I said, when you feel like things are not very good, there's something really good. There were so many silver linings to COVID. I can't even tell you. 
Um, but there was a lot of people that went through a lot of heartache during that as well. We, what we have to focus on is what what's still good, what what still matters, what can we be positive and optimistic about. That's extremely important. Um, setting goals for yourself and making sure that you achieve them. I always say, you know, folks say do powerful goals. You know, these big what they call bag goals. You know, big hairy goals or whatever they're called. Um, I, I say set realistic goals. Because when you achieve them, you feel very proud. Right. So oh. that's something that's realistic and achievable as opposed to something that, you know, might take you 10 years to do. You, those are good, too. But make sure you have some achievable goals that you can achieve. There's nothing like the feeling of accomplishment. That's right. And that's what helps build self-confidence and good self-esteem, which you have to have if you're going to be a leader. Yeah. And everybody should be. Everybody's got something wonderful about themselves to express and to be proud of. So I, I say focus on those things and success will follow. And of course, last but not least, try to take care of yourself. Um, practice self-care. Do something that, that you like to do. Is it take walks on the beach? Is it spend time with your family? Is it, you know, make cool meals or healthy meals or cook in the kitchen? Um, I'm a Peloton rider. That's really important to me. If I can't get on that in a couple of days, I'm just not even fit to be in front of people. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what advice would you give your younger self? Oh, that's a really hard one. I think it would be, I was a pretty intense person when I, when I first got that job. And I, you know, I didn't, I took things awfully seriously. I didn't have a lot of patience. I'm not sure I still do, Karen, but I'm working on it. I'm always working on it. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, be a better listener. Try to be a good listener. Listen to what other people have to say. Be patient with others and yourself. Um, and, and try not to be so intense. Yeah, I love, have a little fun. I love everything that you've said because I see a little of me and you or vice versa. Uh, and it's nice to know that, you know, you're so honest about it and you tell your story. And that's fantastic because I think you've helped a lot of women in telling your story. Congratulations, Jessica Cesare, on your award from the Women in Leadership, uh, Executive Women of the Palm Beaches. That's such a great honor for you. And it I, is. I really enjoyed speaking with you. I enjoyed speaking with you too, Karen. Thanks. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Take care. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.